Hello and welcome to the Oxford Clay Pottery Podcast. I'm Catherine Tomlinson and I founded Oxford Clay, an eco-conscious pottery company. So on this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things pottery related, often with an eco-conscious twist, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's go. Welcome back to the Oxford Clay Pottery Podcast and um, today's episode is going to be about plaster disasters. Uh, so, <laughs> okay, so um, what we'll do is we'll just talk first of all about plaster, what it's used for in pottery, and then we'll go into some um, plaster disasters, which um, I've actually had all of them. So um, yeah, <laughs> hopefully I can like <laughs> tell you what I did wrong and then it will, you know, stop you from doing the same. But um, yeah, the unfortunate thing about plaster is it sets and then it never goes back. So <laughs> it, you know, it's prone to a lot of disasters. Um, that's what I'm saying. So, okay, so plaster and pottery. What on earth do you use plaster for in pottery? <laughs> you know, they're, they're not the same and they don't mix, um, which we'll go into in the next section. So um, plaster, plaster of Paris, um, you know, the white plaster you see, um, you know, for kind of like model making and, you know, you can get ceiling molds made out of it, you know, the ceiling roses made out of it. And so it's used in decorating, it's used in crafts, um, but in pottery, it's used for mold making so that's if you basically are slip casting you make a kind of mold from um, plaster and then you would um, fill it with uh, your liquid slip and then the plaster draws the water out and then um, your pot then kind of comes comes out because it the, um, when the water is removed from the clay, it will shrink and then it allows the your pot to come out. So um, it's not just for slip casting plaster moulds. You can also do um, hump moulds and that's when you roll a piece of clay out and then you, um, you know, put it, like rest it on top of a kind of hump of plaster and that makes a kind of, um, that will create a shape for your clay and it doesn't stick because the plaster is all the time drawing the water away from um, from the clay and then, then it allows the two surfaces to separate. Um, or you can do um, press moulds as well where you're pressing clay into a plaster shape and again the clay will shrink and then it will come out. Um, and you can do press moulds as kind of like, um, you know, big bowls as well or like, you know, dishes, like um, all sorts of shapes. Um, so that's one way that plaster is used in pottery. And another way it's used, um, again, it's used for drawing the water out of clay. So you might, if you go to like an evening class, pottery evening class, or you know, you might even have this in your own studio or something, um, it's basically um, a big slab of plaster. And what people, what potters do is they put their um, like, um, clay that they want to reclaim so the clay which is very wet from reclaiming 
they'll put that on a massive slab of plaster. Um, the one I uh, used to see in the, the pottery studio that I used to go to evening classes in was this huge slab of plaster. So they were reclaiming so much clay, so, you know, the evening class, several evening classes, you know, um, you know, one in the early afternoon, one in the evening, there was one in the morning. So, you know, several adult education classes um, in that pottery studio and they got through so much clay, they just had to have this huge plaster slab to dry the, the um, reclaimed clay out. So basically it's dried on this uh, big slab of plaster and water gets sucked out of the clay and then, you know, it will just peel straight off um, <clears throat> the plaster slab. So um, plaster is so useful in pottery. Um, it's kind of like this magical, you know, these the like clay and plaster, just like, you know, best friends that like can make the, these beautiful things together. But um, there's also um, so many things that can go wrong with plaster, <laughs> which brings us on to the next section, which is, um, okay, so um, I'm gonna talk to you about um, five um, plaster disasters, disasters involving plaster and how you can avoid them. Okay, so the first thing to say about plaster and clay is that it's really, really important to keep them um, separate. So um, obviously not when you're you know, making something with your plaster mold, but if any plaster, any little tiny bits of plaster, plaster dust, plaster chips get into clay, it can make the clay explode in the kiln. So quite often in a pottery studio, you'll have like the plaster section, um, you know, like that studio I was talking to you about, where, you know, the adult education one, um, they used to keep plaster in a whole separate section to the pottery, um, to all the clay, um, you know, in the, uh, in the pottery studio. Plaster was one end, clay was the other, and um, that was to avoid any like cross-contamination. So when your plaster is already, you know, um, water's added and the chemical reaction has taken place and it's now, you know, hard, obviously there's le is less chance of it going into clay, but still tiny pieces can sometimes chip, chip off. So um, yeah, it's super important. Just like never let plaster get into your clay. Otherwise, like <laughs> they explode in the kiln, basically, <laughs> which you don't want. Um, um, okay, so... Um, the next, um, the next plaster disaster <laughs> that I've had, um, so all of these ones actually, um, yeah, all of these ones involve when I'm actually making a plaster mold. Um, so I want to show you a plaster mold, um, just so you know what one looks like. Just one second. Okay, so this is a plaster mold. And if you're um, listening on the podcast, I'm basically holding up um, it's like a plaster block with a kind of the indentation shape of a bowl and um, what happens is you know the slip gets poured into the bowl shape um, and then it's poured out again and then uh, the shape can be removed. So to make this um, plaster mould shape um, you obviously have to mix up some plaster. So there's several things that can go wrong <laughs> when you mix up plaster and um, I want to tell you about them so that it doesn't happen to you. So um, the first one is that, um, <laughs> is that it's really important to use cold water when you're mixing your plaster up, uh, which I found out once. Um, when I used hot water and the plaster um, set really, really quickly 
so quickly, in fact, that I couldn't actually make the moulds. I had this basically bucket of plaster that had set before I could even pour the plaster <laughs> around, you know, my thing that I was making the mould out of. So that's my first top tip is basically to um, always use cold water for mixing your plaster up. Okay, so when mixing plaster up, my second top tip is to mix it really, really well. Okay, so... Um, I actually learned this in um, a book on slip casting and mold making by Andrew Martin and Andrew Martin talks about how um, plaster needs to be really really well mixed otherwise it can go like grainy when you actually um, cast something and you really don't want a grainy mold because that surface will then um, <clears throat> be transferred to your slip cast pot so you want your mold to be like super smooth and the way to get super smooth plaster is to mix it really really well so i think in his book andrew martin suggests using like a paddle mixer or something but if you're making up smaller amounts of plaster you can use um like a, one of those stick blenders or you can just mix it really really fast um but it's super important to make sure it's really really well mixed before you pour the plaster um, to get the right kind of like very fine surface on your plaster mold. Okay, so my third top tip is that um, it's really important to have the right ratio of plaster to water. And I found out this the hard way <laughs> when I just mixed up, um, do you know, I can't even remember what ratio I used, but it definitely wasn't two to one. So it was uh, basically I didn't I used too much water and the plaster was really, really soft. And, you know, for mold making, you need your plaster to be super strong um, and super hard wearing because it's going to be, you know, um, you're going to use it all the time for um, slip casting. So you need it to be really, really strong. You don't want any little bits to be falling off it. So now I've learned to use a ratio of twice as much plaster to one water. So two parts plaster, one water, and then that makes, you know, sometimes then add a teeny weeny bit more water depending on, you know, how thick it is. Um, so um, that will get you a really good, yeah, really hard plaster that won't, like little bits won't break off. Um, okay, so then my next hot tip is to, um, Okay, so when you're making a plaster mold, um, you need to contain the plaster in a certain area. Okay, so what a lot of people do is they use um, wooden boards. If you're making quite a big mold, you quite often use wooden boards and you clamp them together um, with say like a G clamp or something. And then you, you, know, you have to seal it really, really well, um, the area so that the plaster doesn't run out when you pour it into the mold. Um, so <laughs> my top tip is that even though it can look sealed, so basically you can go around all the edges with like clay, you're pushing the clay into all the cracks, you know, the cracks between like the wooden planks and stuff. Um, even though you can do that, when you pour the plaster in, it can still find a hole because it's like a liquid and it will run out all over the floor. Um, or all over your table so <laughs> um, that's very common <laughs> to, to, for that to happen um, Andrew Martin actually in in his book on slip casting and mold making talks about um, a 
plaster disaster that he had where he basically kept on pouring the plaster in and thought this is weird it's just keeping on going and then realized the plaster was just like flowing out all over the table <laughs> so you know it happens like to the best of us um but what i've found is that a really good top tip for stopping this happening is to actually make a really contained um area for your um plaster mold so you can effectively cast inside either a Tupperware pot or a bucket and then there's no chance of the plaster going anywhere. So just to give you kind of an indication of like what I mean by this, um, let me show you this. So this, um, this was the, the mould I showed you before and um, I'm holding up basically a mould which is like a square shape and this was actually cast inside um, a square Tupperware pot and that meant that when I when I poured the plaster in there was nowhere for it to go it had you know the bowl at the bottom that was getting cast I poured the plaster in on top in the plastic tub there was nowhere for it to go it made a really nice you know smooth um, sides because uh, the plaster was contained in a smooth Tupperware pot and um, it meant that it didn't run everywhere and I also didn't have to build um, uh, you know a frame with g-clamps and stuff I could just basically pour it into a Tupperware pot and um, then you know wait for the plaster to set and then turn it out and it was great <laughs> so those are my top tips um, keep your plaster away from clay um, to avoid explosions um, like uh, don't use hot water or your plaster will set incredibly quickly, probably before you can even pour it. Um, mix it really, really well to get a smooth plaster rather than grainy one. Um, make sure you don't add too much water or make sure your ratio of plaster to water is two parts plaster to one part water. And I do that in weight. Um, and um, also when you're if you're going to be making a mold a slip casting mold um if you're pouring plaster anywhere you know use a contained area like a bucket or a tupperware pot and you won't have like plaster all over your floor and table um and this might i don't know you this is probably like an extra bonus tip but you might know this already but do not under any circumstances uh pour plaster down the sink because it will like completely block your sink so once it's gone through that chemical reaction um, it turns hard and that's it and there's no um, there's no way of like uh, undoing that <laughs> so don't pour, don't pour it down the sink um, you know if you're cleaning a bucket or something you can just kind of um, wipe the bucket with newspaper to kind of get rid of most of the plaster um, and or you can you know give your bucket a wash and maybe pour it like say like if you have a garden or something you can pour it outside or if you don't you can like I said you know wipe it all out with like um kitchen roll um yeah so don't pour it down the sink <laughs> I haven't done that mistake but I've done all the others <laughs> um yeah so I hope this has um, helped you if you're um you know if you're going to be making anything to do with plaster um you know um plaster and clay they're like I said like best friends and they can really help each other well clay well plaster helps clay put it that way um yeah, I hope this episode has been helpful for you um, and I'll see you next time. Happy potting!
So if you liked that and you're interested in learning more about pottery, eco-conscious pottery, tools and techniques for potters, there's so much for you on the Oxford Clay website. There's blogs, ebooks, e-courses, video courses, and I can't wait to see you there. So the website is www.oxfordclay.co.uk. Mm -hmm.